Hey, New Orleans Pelican fans, welcome back to the Protect the Nest podcast. We sitting here with Malik and Teresa, a couple other writers from MMH, music, movies, and hoops. We trying to put New Orleans on. She got some songs for y'all on some Nikhil shit, and we about to get down with it. So, hey, this Protect the Nest, we had some wins, we had some losses. We finally had a win. We didn't want to get too crazy. We had all them losses. We didn't want to get too bleak. But now we back with the podcast, and we back with everything y'all ever wanted. This Protecting Us, and y'all know we back. Teresa, sing that shit. Alright, we got that out the way, Protecting Us fans. We gonna get into this. Malik, Teresa, hey look, you over in BR, you over in Mississippi. Malik, hop in this and tell me, after that series, with me looking at how the Pelicans were marketing this team, expanding out, trying to do whatever they think they're going to do. How much have you seen that as you've traveled between Atlanta, BR, and everywhere in between on I-10, bro? Have you seen any of it? Your face, you know, we all audio. Come on. Come on. You got to let the people know what your face is telling me. Look, man. I know we audio. You know what I mean? We going to get there. No, we going strictly off the voice, but I mean, God damn, man. I've been to Atlanta twice in the last month. I haven't seen a Pelican sign anywhere in sight. Even I, in BR, you ain't seen nothing. Man, over I, in Mississippi, when you when you pass the Superdome and you get like 30 minutes east of here before you start heading up to the ATL, you, you ain't seen even the big Zion sign. You, you know nothing. what's crazy? You know what I seen? I seen a Chris Paul jersey for 12.99 at Marshalls. And you ain't picked that for me? No, I did not. No, Damn. I did not. It was a kid size. Out of what? Kid size. XL, baby. <laughs> I'm kids XL. It was a kid size Chris Paul New Orleans Hornets jersey. No B.I., no sign of Zion. And this is in Mississippi and Alabama. I went to both states. Um, but but you see the ATL, the, 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 the Hawks. You see them being advertised, for me, all the way damn near down to Jacksonville when I travel there. Right. All the way up to Savannah. All the way up to South Carolina. They actually have a, a regional branding. Right. But you cross the Mississippi line, there's nothing about the Pelicans, right? Well, I mean... If you go to BR, there's nothing about the Pelicans, right? There's nothing about the Pelicans, but then again, Daddy, you got to look at it, too. I mean, if you cross if you cross certain lines in New Orleans, you're not even going to see the Pelicans. You know what I mean? What's them lines? The east? The bridge over here? I, I mean, honestly... We're going to Greatna? Look, I mean, honestly, I'm not going to categorize it and say what region of the city is, is for who, because I know some people... Uptown, who Lakers fans? I know some folks in the Seven Ward who Celtics fans. You know, I know some folks who Chicago Bulls fans in the East. I know like, some people on Ferret Street don't even know basketball. Sorry, the season even started. Exactly. So I mean, like I said, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hang my hat on that. You know, I lived in New Orleans. You know, I'd say about a quarter of my life. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I'm a Mavericks fan. You know, that's nothing away from the Pelicans. The Pelicans are my, are my second favorite team. I always cheer for the home team. You know, but the Mavericks just, you know, they stole my heart early, but... Right, now, nah, you've been you on know. this podcast before. You kept it real, like, there ain't no backing down, there ain't no crawfishing here. You you, you a Mavs fan, but you also, you live in Louisiana. Yeah. You know where your tax dollars go for some of these teams. Right. You know that you got to back that up a little bit. And if you in this city, you kind of got to back this city. Or, or you really ain't going to be accepted by this city, and that's why this team is having problems. Right, And but look, this the, see, look, this is the thing, Daddy. Now, we're going to get real here. Now, that's why it's protecting that. Right, that's what I said. I can't say, you know what I mean. I'm, I'm, I'm over the books. I'm doing these things. I mean, I see people on Twitter saying, 
B.I. trying to play hero ball and Zion. He should play hero you ball. You know, but they they, they saying B.I. trying to play hero let him ball. Learn, let him learn on the job. You know, they calling Zion John Wall now. They say he just he just stealing money until his contract's up. You know, you know who's stealing money is Thomas Sadoransky. B.I. learning on the job. Let him get. Yeah. No, no, no. That's what that's what I said. But I mean, honestly, I'm just glad that they got Josh Hart back. I mean, that's a that's I feel like that's the most constant thing on y'all's team right now. You Josh know? Hart deserves his money. Jonas, Jonas Valanciunas deserves a raise on his money. If you want to talk about somebody stealing money, it's the Pelicans. They stealing money from Herb Jones, bro. I mean, they stealing look, money from that dude. I mean, but look, man, like I say, it's it's so early. Dude, look at how long it took the Saints to pay Alvin Kamara. That's what I see. He said. a second round pick, Herb Jones already in starting lineup, but, getting him double double. But, but but look at the production. I understand what you're saying, but but look at the production. Alvin <laughs> Nah, you good, you good. Nah, you good, man. But I'm saying Alvin been producing. You know, and like I asked you a little while ago, I said, are they paying him on what he's done or what he's going to do? You said for both. They should pay him on what he's done and what he's going to do. You know what I'm saying? I mean, what? look, the Pelicans, I feel like they've had a lot of early promise, a lot of early success. And like I said, I, I haven't following the wait, Pelicans. Wait, 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 The Pelicans have had early success. That, bro, they 2-12. I didn't I'm say that. No, no, no. I didn't say they've had. I said that's what they were promised. Okay. I'm they just making sure. Promised. I'm just They're, making sure. Dude, I mean, think about when AD yeah. got here and how optimistic fans were and uh, you can think about AD, but go back to just this year. Yeah, there was a lot of promise this offseason, and it ended on media day when they told us we had Zion surgery. When if anybody paying attention looked at his Instagram, there's motherfucking wheelchairs in the background, bro. We should have we seen it coming. They hyped it up, and we still we got what we got. Like That, that promise and those expectations and that pressure that comes with it, should have never been there. It's not for this season. But let me ask you this, man. And this just is this is just how I look at it. Okay, so say we got Zion. We Z- got it. Zion's our league guy. How do you think the other players feel to where the media and the fans are just like, oh, we're not playing good or we losing because Zion's not here and oh, we suck because Zion's not here. As a lo- as a as a local player trying to get my name up, I'm trying to get my minutes. Maybe I'm performing for other teams. For free agency coming up, how would how would that make me feel? What that's you looking at a lot of different players and the way they would approach that, and a lot of different angles on the free agency and the trade deadline and whatever. But this goes to something, and I'm gonna drop it on the Protecting This podcast now. I had a tweet the other day, and you said it scares you because people said something, and I was like, "Nah, it's actually worse than that." Yeah, yeah. it's actually worse than that. And yeah. here's what I meant by that: y'all looking at some of these injuries. Y'all looking at some of these players sitting out. Some of it is, is proving a point. You could it's be right. A point. Yeah, it's right, right. Ain't no, ain't, I don't feel like it's even that way because I felt like there's certain players that's been sitting. There's certain players selling you. Hey, look, this what you're giving us is a supporting cast? Mm-hmm. What's the point? Like, I actually put this out there with the last podcast with the Tulane marketing director, Mark Ratchfield. Mark, I appreciate you to death. You gave us a lot of insight and knowledge. But I told you, B.I. is going to be a healthy scratch before the Brooklyn game. He going to come out. He going to look great in shoot-around. He's been looking great. Mm-hmm. I said this. I told you all this. He come out, 
and he looked great and shoot around before Brooklyn. He looked over at KD and said, I'm going to be that in two years, but not tonight. And he went, and he got his ass dressed, got in the shower, and he was dressed up like Zion sitting on the <laughs> sideline. But what happened the next night against Memphis? What? He come out, and he balled out, and the Pelicans won. Right. I mean, that that strate- strategic planning on showing you, look, we got this roster going up against the Nets, and it, it and they, Come they on, looked alright. Yeah, they looked alright. They kept it closer. They kept it closer than we thought. But you know what it is. If Ingram and Zion out there, maybe it is they win that game. But that's also that's some of this. The stars are gonna show the front office what they want. And if Zion and Bi don't want Griff leading it, they're gonna. It's gonna be worse than what people think on the scans. It's gonna be them sitting out out of spite, and not just out of. I can't go. It's I don't want to. I don't want to go for you. And that's the same way I talked about Griff not getting his coaches. Ty Lue didn't come here for Griff. Jock Vaughn said, "I'm gonna stay in Brooklyn. Right. It's some family mm-hmm. shit. I'm gonna stay up here." He go. didn't come here for Griff. Mm-hmm. What if his Griff's gotta go before these players is really like? Now we gonna buy in. Now we dead the rights. And people looking at saying, "Say let's bump Trajan up." I hate to tell y'all this. Swin Cash is above Trajan. If anybody take over, it's going to be Swin. It's not going to be Trajan because she got the VP label. He just the GM. She already a vice president. Talk on that shit. But my thing is, man, and this is my thing. I understand, you know what I'm saying, Trajan might not take over. You know, we got rid of Van Gundy, you know, a year after. You know, we still owe him. He should have never been here. That's what I'm saying. You know, he should have never been here because I feel like the New Orleans culture is more revolved around players, coaches. I mean, even football, even basketball. Sean Payton wouldn't be here if he wasn't a players coach, I feel like. You know, and that's what that's what Janoris Jenkins spoke upon. He said the Saints really care about you as a as a person, as a player. So I feel like that that kinda you know, that kind of tradition has to carry on over. You know what I'm saying? If I don't know, dude, if I just feel like if you're not comfortable playing somewhere if you don't feel like it's home, why do, why would I give it? Why would I give this shit my all? All right, so this is a why? theory I've had. It's the five hundred four theory. All right, it's New Orleans. It, you look at the fifth to the fourth player on the team. You know, like, you look at the Saints. You had Drew Brees. You look at the Pelicans. You had AD. But if you want to know if this team for this year represents this city for this time. You got to look at the fourth or fifth best player. So when you get to the Saints and you get to that, who 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 really represents the city? And it's Kyle Turley. Shit, let's go to war, baby. If you get to Josh Hart, let's go to war, baby. If you get to Kendrick, let's go to war. But some of them years, you, you got Luke Babbitt. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. yeah. That's and Come I, on. And, I mean, that's, that's that, what. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Yeah, I ain't want to cut you off, but some of the like this team's still fighting under Willie Green. I'll say this to 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 everything. Like, if you ain't behind Willie Green, I can't get behind you. Right, and look, I I understand that, man. Look, I I respect Willie Green. You know, he got a good background. You know, he came from a good foundation. Just left a great situation in Phoenix before he he came down here to us, but. And I was mean, a third, fourth best option again. Griffin's first two options, Lou. Mm-hmm. John, they turn him down. Right. Willie Green had to come here for multiple interviews, and not only 
did the Pelicans and Griff had to convince Green again? Just giving y'all a little bit of some of the insight. I know it was multiple interviews. I know this shit. They had to convince him just as much as he had to convince them. Does right. that make sense? Right. It was. He a- had to sell them. He was ready, but the Pelicans had to sell him on. You know, yeah, you know, just, I guess him believing he was the guy for the job, but Donnie, let me ask you, like, I mean, dude, I mean, what are the Pelicans, what are they, 1-12, 2-12? No, we, 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 uh, 2-13 after this watching the game. 2-13, okay, I apologize, but I mean. And there's no way we shouldn't have got that watching the game. Josh Hart going home. They don't have Bill. We got a fucking... Double digit lead, twenty point. Come on! But but how Dottie, you not gonna win that game? But Dottie, let me ask you. Let me ask you. <laughs> let me ask you, man. I, I just want to know from a from a media point of view, how long do you think in your eyes before it starts to be uh, Willie Green might not be it for the job or no? That that's not the case. If you're gonna bring up Willie Green right now, I can tell you right now. Uh, I mean, but you know you that's going to come. You might if I go on a little red here. But I'm, you know that's going to come. I'm gonna, but it comes from Gentry. Let me oh. let me bring this from Gentry. Let me bring this. Now that I had some drinks, and I ain't part of the media like that, like that. Let's go from Gentry. After Gentry was fired, right? He took out to dinner most of the media that got him fired. Fletcher, Hollage, Schmidt, do a math problem. I'm going to drop that one on the podcast like that. Go do it again. I don't give a fuck. But, yeah, 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 yeah. But Gentry was game like that. There's so many people that aren't that personable. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're not going to bring you in. And as for this Pelicans team, looking at the media, uh, I look, when you had Gentry in, in office, Mm-hmm. He was giving all the updates on Anthony Davis and the trade and like all oh, this other nonsense. Yeah, yeah, Willie yeah. Green has kind of had to do that for Griffin, but Willie Green has the total confidence one of the roster. If he was behind the bench in summer league, you've seen it. Najee Marshall and everything down, they believe in him wholeheartedly. If you're behind the bench right now, you've seen when he yanked Nikhil in in the he, uh, did, he did, yanked yeah. his ass yeah, in he a Nikhil, quick. He yanked yeah. his ass. And it wasn't nothing. He ready to throw one of the bench because, hey, look, this this what we building. Everybody's behind Willie Green. Right. I don't know many people behind David Griffin. Okay, so it's just is David Griffin behind all this? Because honestly, is he behind what though? It, it, no matter how you try and frame it, Willie Green is not going underneath any bus. For any Pelicans fan or any Pelicans player. I'm not saying Willie Green is going under, but you know how I fit. And like I will say, I will defend this until the end of me. I was a Lonzo Ball fan in New Orleans. I was an Alvin Gentry fan in New Orleans. And you know I went on record many times saying I would get a face tattoo if Lonzo Ball could hit 70% from the free throw line and he didn't do it. I'm also on the other extreme... Lonzo Ball for $20 million is better than Garrett Temple, Thomas Saransky, and Josh Hart exactly. for $27, 28000000 million. And y'all know how much I love Josh Hart. Like, yeah. My grandma gives him six points of credit for ever layup. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like I said, that's... But, I mean, most Pelicans fans that I come across, dude, they are, they are win now, 
They want results now. You can't they want win results now. You quick. can't. You can't. I, but that's what I'm saying. Dude, I've been a Mavericks fan since 05. I know. We won one championship since then. Every and what other, did you do after that championship? Tank. We've been tank. tanking. We've been bullshitting, building up. Golden State without Clay tanks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've, I've seen the build this up. This is Phoenix's the, last run. Yo, yeah. Oh, yeah. They definitely, once they once, definitely, once they yeah, done, yeah, they yeah. done. Yeah. After, after but Chris this Paul ain't the year for the Pelicans. Place, yeah. Dude, the Pelicans, honestly, just have to. I feel like. I feel like they just need a dominant score. B.I. can be... I feel like the Pelicans fans want B.I. to be that, but he's not. And that's what I said on previous podcasts. Dude, y'all... I feel like Pelicans fans don't really know who who, who they want to... Uh, you still recording? Yeah, we recording. Oh, okay. You good, you good. I Go still, keep going. I just really felt like they didn't really... Uh, you know, they didn't really know who they wanted to be their main guy. First... Oh, Zion coming. Zion's going to be our guy. Then Zion's hurt for a few games. Okay. Few games? Okay. He now, only played 80. Look, first season. Okay, now we're looking to B.I. Now B.I.'s going to be our guy. Okay, now Drew Holiday is going to be our guy. Now Drew leaves. Now it's just like, you know, it's just some other shit going on. But it's just like, man, you just got to gotta stick what you got, you know. It's going to work out sooner or later. But, I mean, everything's not going to. Everything's not going to unfold for you right now, man. It's just, it's just not. But, you know, over time, you stick to what you know. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. We're going to excuse him. We're going to let y'all know. We're going to do a minute ad on this. Just go to the, hey, look, the NHL, NBA, all that season's underway. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL and the NBA, the NFL. We all up in that, and we're going to have you an unbelievable offer. Just bet $1 on any game, and you'll win your $100 in free bets. The hell with all the other call to actions. Just go ahead and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN for the Basketball Podcast Network. Throw down $1 on any game. Win $100 in free bets if any team scores. This week, one little score in the net, goal, goal post, whatever you want to call it. That's going to win you some shit. So go over to the promo code TVPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL, NHL, NBA, Automobile People. Must be 21 years or older. New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Dollar wager. You get all that shit. One per customer. Restrictions apply. And if you've got a gambling problem, go to call 1-800-GAMBLER. Pass that. We back to the podcast, and I want to start asking you, Malik, judging yeah. the Pelicans one by one. I got to say, Devontae, Devontae Graham has been worth the money. Mm-hmm. Jonas has yeah. been worth the money plus some. Of course. When you, when you start looking at why people give David Griffin credit and why people discredit Mark Cuban and his thing, it's all on the draft. But Kyra, Nikhil, and Jackson – they really ain't lived up to their promise, right? I mean, dude. I mean, you could do Kyra Lewis. Come on, dude. Kyra ain't doing shit for me. Come on, dude. Kyra Lewis. I mean, Kyra Lewis is, you know, he's been okay. He fast. You know, not a he work, fast. He's quick. He's shifty. Not enough to really spend that much money or a draft pick on. Jackson Hayes hasn't developed into the big man in which anybody thought he was going to be at he all. He's supposed to be a stretch. No, not a. He was supposed stretch. to be a stretch, but that again calls into the draft 
the, the questionable drafts they make. You draft Zion. Why would you take Jackson, Jackson after that? Jackson after that, dude. To me, he's a, he's a younger, more nimble Javale McGee. Uh, just he's a young, younger. Yeah, younger. I don't even think he's more nimble. You, you're right. You're right. He might. Not I, even be I more watched nimble. Javale in Denver for years. That's why I come before, before I was with the Pelicans for like eight, nine years. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot. You, okay, you can't yeah, tell me Javale. Okay. No, Javale right now. Hey. Look, Javale right now <laughs> with fucking body Jackson you and right. out jumping. You're right. That's what I'm saying. That's the that's the crazy part about it. But man, I mean, who's the other player you had that said? Uh... Man, any time in doubt, and we talking about something positive. It's got to be Herb Jones. But look, hey, we just watched this shit about Bun B and Lil Wayne and keeping people, you know, in the studio, in the lab, doing what they can. This team ain't gave up. I mean, they ain't gave up. No, I mean, I mean. I would hope not. I would hope no, not. You under know. Willie Green, they ain't, they ain't gave up. I mean, you know, over the summer league, you know, you can see Willie Green kind of getting accustomed, you know, putting you know, putting his foot down in certain situations that Alvin didn't, you know, which... He yanked Nikhil after a minute, just like two nights ago. Right, right, you know. But, I mean, like I said, I honestly think he's going to he's gonna go through some young coach syndrome, you know, you know, probably you know. He is seasoned professional on a microphone. I will give him that. Like from a from someone who's actually got to ask him questions in right. in, in the press and through the media, and looking at how he goes at questions mm-hmm. and how he's. I don't want to say combative with reporters, but how he shuts narratives off. Yeah, and he can because yeah. you can if you're in the press box. Like I've been in the press box with with with. Everybody, literally anybody you can name. Right. I've been up there, and you can hear them talking. It's not a lot of talk. Most people got their laptops up, and then they trying to tweet out their own little thing. Mm-hmm. But you hear the narratives, and you can hear how Willie Green shuts them narratives off. Right. And that lets me know he's more of a pro than than most people uh, of his experience, age, yada, yada, yada. Willie Green's got it on that end. He's not going to let somebody get him. Right. And, I mean, that's what I You know, I mean, it's no no disrespect to Willie Green at all. You know, he's he's doing a great job, you know, just coming over, trying to, you know, just getting the players' respect, you know, just, you know, also establishing his style, you know. But I feel like a lot of people are just kind of wondering, you know, like, you know, how can I say that? I feel like when it's going to take effect. You know, like, is that... Is I think he, you've seen gonna, the effect. You've seen the effect because we're not getting blown out. Yeah, right, we're losing right. games because of talent. And this and, okay. and, and, and the scoreline represents some of that talent. But this team ain't giving up. Besides for that one game where we got five technicals. And right, it was yeah. more like Josh Hart just wanted to get all his NFTs out and get his gifts out. He definitely And did. he knocked out an all-out one game. But, hey, fuck Scott Foster. Let's go real with it. Yeah. Fuck Scott Foster. <laughs> That's where they were at that game. But for right. the rest of that, they ain't gave up. Right. And I mean, for the rest of that, I mean, for the rest of that, man, I feel like the Pelicans have a, a pretty solid put together roster. I just feel like down the stretch, man, they just they just can't come up with the buckets that they need, you know, just to kind of separate them, just to kind of get a Pels fans just that. That easy feeling, like ah, okay, you know, like this game is ours, or you know, it's it's missed threes down the stretch, it's turnovers, it's you know small what mistakes. I'm, you small know what I'm saying? Small mistakes, blown up plays is is 
you know, miss free throws in the half. Like it's 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 really simple shit. You know what I mean? That would upset. That would upset this team, any fan. This team, this team has the potential to come along. Once you add Bi more, you add Zion more. They got that. We gonna kind of close this out. We close in on 25, 26 minutes in. We gave you the full half. That's how it is. It protecting us. Sometimes we go long. Sometimes we go short. But hey, look, we protecting the nest. We looking at what this team's doing, and we looking where it's going. We don't expect them to win a championship, but we do expect some sort of progress. I think Willie Green is giving us progress. Uh, everybody would, even if they cleared house in the front office, we trust in Willie Green. This roster trusts in Willie Green. They're fighting for Willie Green, and and until. Until we see otherwise, it's Willie Green or die. I don't care what Zion does. I don't care what B.I. does because B.I., he's already signed up for the long haul. Josh Hart, we can keep extending him. He's doing exactly what we need for this city. We're going to see what we need from this team. And this is not the year we were expecting a championship. We're expecting contention next year, which is Zion's fourth year, fifth year option. Then he gets an extension. B.I. is in his second or third. He's looking at something else, and we're really mm-hmm. building. That's where we're at with this season. That's where we're at with this podcast. I hope you all have a great time. We're going to check you all next time. Check out the new podcast with Eric Asher. Check out the old podcast with the Tulane professor, Mark Ratchford. I mean, we went, we, we went in a deep dive. Go check out all the articles. The way this team has marketed themselves, y'all can judge for themselves. I'm going to let the fans speak for themselves because some of that shit, hey, I'm, I might be speaking out of pocket, but I already know it. it. It ain't right. Y'all know it ain't right. So let's get it right. Let's do it how the Pels 12 do it. Protecting us. Give us a five-star review. Hit us up next time. Thank y'all very much. Later.